Hey everybody, what's going on? It is the Fantasy Rugby Yanks. I'm Jared Dyke. I'm Ben Glazer. Welcome in. It's Wednesday. Uh, Mother Nature had other plans for us and decided to give us the proverbial middle finger so we couldn't do our pod last night, so we're back. Yeah, she kicked our ass yesterday. Yeah, and but now... Uh, now it's wet yeah, and gross out, too, so that's not very nice. These either, winters but... have been weird. We're getting, like, nasty snow that, that fucks us up for an evening or maybe a little bit of a day. Yep. And then the next day, it's, like, <laughs> yeah, gone. <I> <laughs> it's the worst. Uh, obviously, there's an issue going on, but that's a different sto- story yeah. for a different day. Um, but So, everybody, make sure that you're checking us out on iTunes, uh, Spotify, and Google Play. Uh, let's crack our beers. We actually have our first comment on our on, on the pod, hooray! Uh, so I wanted to re- read it live. So let's crack the beers, and then uh, after we're done doing this thing, I'll uh, I'll read it. You fucking knobs are terrible. No. <laughs> yeah, I was actually expecting something to that nature, but it was uh, it was much kinder. It was much kinder. Oh, so that was a uh, that was a nice one. Look at our listeners being all polite and shit. Yeah, they must not be. They must not know anything about us. At least one of us, or one of them. <laughs> um. So the review says, "Great pod." Um, I'm going to read his name, and I'll probably they'll probably get us in trouble, but I don't care. Um, he did give us five stars. Uh, oh. <laughs> user Ballsack Teabagger from oh. iTunes. Um, Mom, knowledge- <laughs> knowledgeable chaps. Most recent pod is refreshing, which I believe was the, our Six Nation special. Okay. Uh, most recent pod is refreshing and fun to listen to. Great dynamic, and clearly they're rugby players. <laughs> I don't know if the last part's supposed to be a comment, comment or an insult, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, we technically played. Yeah, you you haven't you know you haven't picked up a ball and, have, and put cleats on for a while. Not for a little while, no. Yeah, um, uh, may change this spring. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, but and yeah, I still pretend to do it, but that's okay. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> best of my ability. Um, uh, let's do. You want to talk about our our boys first? Yeah, I really do. Okay, and not just our boys, but our our, our women's program too. Yeah, that, we'll get we'll get that first, and then uh, this we'll, was we'll chuck that out of the way afterwards. Overall, a shit week for for USA rugby. You think? Uh, just a little bit. Yeah. Um, I want to get into first. Uh, we'll, we'll get to to the men. I want to I want to start with the, the women and, and yep. the the, the mini scandal that's brewing here, and because it, yeah. it really pisses me off. Yeah. Which is you ain't uh, the only one. I promise. Uh, Ryan Carlisle, yep, who uh, was a, has been a member of the the Women's Eagles uh, sevens mostly. I'm not sure if she's played with the 15s with the uh, the national side there, but certainly sevens for the last eight years, uh, including multiple World Cups. Um, she played in the Olympics, um, and and she's had a, a pretty damn good career for herself. Um, yeah, well, that right, that two, those two things right there usually help. Right. Well, it, she retired kind of abruptly uh, late last mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. Remember. And it was, okay, you know, that happens. People move on. We find out late last week, there's a, an article on um, the rugby breakdown where she claims now that USA Rugby basically cut her. They said, yeah, you won't be playing with us anymore. And moreover, you have to tell everyone that you're retired because we've already put out a, basically a press release saying that, that you've retired. That uh, I, I I I wish I could say I'm surprised right. from U.S. Rugby and 
if you're somebody that sits there and wholeheartedly believes that U.S. rugby has done everything right up to this point, you haven't read everything that you need to read because this is this is this is a long there's a long laundry list of things that they've screwed up. Yep, this is just the latest. It's just an embarrassment. It's like you know, it's amateurish, and (laughs) and just a lot of bullshit. And uh, so, Ryan, if you're listening, which I know you're not, but that's okay. (laughs) You know, we're sorry. Yeah, Uh, we fully support you. Yeah, um, and that's totally bullshit. wasn't wasn't right. Right, wasn't but right. It's, again, it's you know this is this is the problem is now they have a history of doing this kind of stuff. It's so really, that's that's part of the thing. I've, idiotic you know, moves. I've been talking. Right. You know, I before you know I was. I've known a couple. We we both know a couple yeah. <laughs> Eagles. I've played with Eagles, and it's like they, they there's just the bullshit that they go through, mm. and. For, for this, and it's like, it would be one thing if they were, say, even Australia. Yeah. And Tier you're playing one, for, like, a storied, pro, you know, team, storied nation. You have to put up with some bullshit. This is America. We're not yeah. we're not there yet. Mm-mm. We're starting to grow. You need to put, you have to have some faith in, you know, coming from the players yeah. towards the organization. And, and it's stuff like this, which I thought we'd moved past, but apparently <laughs> we haven't. Uh, you thought wrong, my friend. This is the kind of bullshit that trips you up. And, and and it doesn't matter what players you have. If this is the kind of element that's stuck around mm. in, in the higher levels of USA Rugby, especially around the coaching staff, yep. I don't care who the players are. You're not going to be winning any championships anytime soon because you don't have the right attitude. No, it's it, it's it, unfortunate. Yeah, it's really unfortunate. It's just, uh, I mean, I, I you know, it, I I continue to be surprised by dumb stuff like this with the with US Rugby and. I don't know why, because I should expect it at well, this point. Well, it, because it, it happens now. I mean, it used to happen every year or two. Yeah. You'd find out, or actually sometimes like every couple of months or weeks, mm-hmm. you'd hear something stupid. Yep. It's been a while since they've come around and really shit the bed like this. Yeah. So it's one of those, oh, I thought it's more surprising because we thought we'd moved past it and that we'd grown and, and shown a little bit more professionalism as an organization, or at least started to yep. try to move in that direction. And this is just rank amateurism, and I don't know – Whoever was was involved in that decision, who maybe I'm sure there were people involved who knew it was the wrong thing to do, and nobody spoke up. Yeah, uh, that's that to me is uh, it, it's shame on all of you. It's, it's unacceptable. It's unacceptable for the level that we're trying to achieve. Right. And then years. speaking of that, let's move towards the the Eagles. The Talk about level trying to achieve. Playing against, uh, you know, okay, okay, granted, a quality side. They, in a they, really difficult environment for them. In a, yes, in a difficult environment. And their response was to, they literally melted down yeah. on the field. It Tell was so hot. It. And and the pressure that was put on them. Yeah, our big fellas were definitely dying on the on the field, to say the least. Yeah. Um, and, and then you have them losing their heads. A little bit here and there, yep. Uh, um, who's, I, I, I don't I haven't seen... Any news on it, but I can't imagine he's not going to get some sort of ban for for what yeah, he did. I have no. I that's the thing, you know. We're over here in right. tier two land. It's not always in the eye, even though we're trying to put it in the eye. It's not always in the eye of world rugby and. I'm just and the thinking likes. that considering he plays, uh, in England, over, you know, in England, yeah. that that they would have something to say about that and say, yeah, you, you can't be doing that. And, yeah, and, and maybe I, have a seat for a, a week or two. Because I don't think it's RFU that has to make that decision. It's World Rugby that probably has to make that decision. Right. Or, you know, whatever the governing body for ARC is. 
so um, and then translate it to the to the Quins. But I don't know what. I don't know how that well works. Yeah, I haven't heard anything either. So, but he deserves it. That was. Yeah, Masike, dude, you know how much we've talked about him a lot on yeah. the pod, or at least a lot. Red, red mist, man. For us, you can't be doing that. Yeah. yeah, the old red mist. It happens. I will say, I'm 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 less worried about us taking this ARC outright and winning it and all that stuff. And it's not it, we've won two in a row. Mm-hmm. I, I'm let's put the eye towards Japan in 2019. Absolutely. You know. I, I'm I'm okay if if Gary Gold wants to start rotating through a few guys and getting some guys some experience and some game time that need them yeah. and you know I realize we had all our big boys for this match but still it's the, and we're still missing a couple probably and Samu's yeah. still taking time off right. and Scully's hurt so that's not helpful either but you know I'm I'm less than worried about it. I was I'm, I'm less concerned about the result yeah than I am about the the just bullshit style of play right. and it was amateurish again going back to that word yep. And and just a bad representation of what USA rugby should be, because if if it wasn't it wasn't just the Lasique thing, which was which was ugly in itself, but then you had Quilly starting fights and, and and pulling you know stuff that Quilly does. Was that a, was it was that the one on the ground? Yeah. See, I, okay, there's a there's a little bit of I'm gonna give him and I I'm more than willing to throw throw Quilly under the bus when need be. Yeah. I'll give him a little bit of slack. Um, he didn't do a whole lot, and I'm pretty sure the guy that he went after like hit him or grabbed him in his you know where. Yeah. So, I I'd lose my mind uh, on that too. Probably I didn't see that. All I saw was his reaction, and and yeah, and, I'm and, pretty sure I'm and, pretty sure that's what the guy did. I, I couldn't okay. quite catch a good view of it, but you know I'm looking at it and I'm like, there's only one thing that would make me do that, <laughs> and I know where it is. So yeah, but uh, we 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 do, and I'm not saying we know him well. We 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 played with Quilly for. Season a, a cup of coffee, yeah, and uh, yeah, he seems pretty easy to rile. So uh, yeah. you know, when I see when I see you know, it, it, this is more of a track record for him of of a little bit of afters, a yeah. little bit of handbags, that, you know, amateurish bullshit. That, I mean, th- and that's on the field. I, I like him off. I liked him off yeah, the field. Decent he's, enough he's, guy. He, off the field. he was a he was a great guy off the field. You know, so it's Just not easy to, to. He's one of those guys who, when you have him on your squad, you kind of have to, especially as a you know, I'm a prop. <laughs> And if I'm out there with with somebody like Quill, I got to make sure I have one eye on him, making sure he doesn't do something stupid that then I got to go and <laughs> interject myself into. Yeah. It's like Quilly, don't put me in that position. Yeah. Um, again, that that didn't happen. I, I didn't have to worry about that because yeah. again, no, it, was, no, no, no. it was literally a cup of coffee. <laughs> yeah. So pretty much it. But that's you know that is what it is. Yeah. Um, I didn't. I wasn't thrilled with the official in this game. I feel no. like he was very. And you used it amateurish. You know, he. I feel like this is for a lot of these guys that are playing, especially from our team that are playing in Europe. Mm-hmm. That's a huge step down in the terms of the officiating. Um, I felt like Argentina were very much offsides most of the game, and you could hear them yelling at the ref and nothing. Yeah, not a thing doing. Um, I. I was the Lasica red card was correct. I was a little annoyed that he didn't go talk to the RG player and say, don't hold people in rucks like that. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. I thought, I, I honestly thought he deserved a yellow. Yeah. Uh, I knew for, it was going to be a red. I knew. I was like, I Oh, don't. no. I mean, I know. I mean, Lasique deserved a red. Oh. I thought the, the Argentinian player deserved a yellow because yeah. that was incredibly cynical and, and bullshit. Yeah. Should have been talking to. And then in the little scuffle, <laughs> I thought it should have been with. Um, the guy that started it, Quill, and then the third man in, I thought that should have been at least three yellows to all three of those guys. And I think the guy got the wrong number even because he yeah. was spo- he tried to bin the third man in, and it wasn't even him oh, that wow. he binned. <laughs> so, again, it, it, you could tell the re- level of refereeing has dropped. 
Yes. He didn't. I don't think he was quite clear on what he should have been looking at in some of those instances. Um, but you know, RG still ran us ran us off the field. We didn't right. start well. They we were falling off tackles. I think we were just a little bit affected by that by that hot that hot heat, weather down yeah, there. Yeah, they weren't ready for that. And that's, nope. And that was a, and that's a decent and that was a decent side that with some guys with some. It was a guy with uh, some Pumas mm-hmm. experience, and then some with the with the pro team, the the Jaguares. So, um, a fair play to RG. Uh, yeah, our uh, our neighbors to the north didn't do a whole lot better. Well, they, they, they got hosed. A lot worse. Yeah, they got hosed um, in a, in their scrums by Brazil. I guess wow. I guess Brazil's scrum is very good. Really, or has gotten a lot better. Let's put it that way. Fascinating. I guess they were beating up the Maiores um, okay. a little bit with it. So, well, um, good, and then good Canada for Brazil. Got, yeah, Canada's scrum got uh, absolutely waxed and ended Damn. up. Um, they ended up losing to Brazil. That's a that's a far fall for them. They yeah. used to be a very strong pack, especially in the yeah. scrum. Yeah, um, I think with the implementation of MLR and, and mm-hmm. the arrows, I think that'll certainly help them. And yes, it will. Obviously, they have players that are playing for some of the American teams as well. So um, I think they'll be okay. I don't. Th- be, I, yeah. I, I don't think this is it. They probably have the same mindset that I just talked about. You know. If the performance is out there, the result doesn't have to be a be an alarm bell. Just you know, look, keep your eye towards Japan and 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 put guys out there that you know probably need a little game time. Yeah. Um, so that's the, that's our ARC wrap. <laughs> um, thank God that's the end. Yeah. <laughs> back to yeah. back to the the real competition. Yeah. Here. Back to the back to the good stuff. Um, yeah. So let's, I'll run through the dream team real quick. Um, I forgot to do it last time, and let's let's not forget that this time. No. Um, so dream team for the for the rugby mag uh, Six Nations fantasy uh, Mako Bonapola from England, Jimmy George from England, and Kyle Sinclair all the front row make one two three in the dream team. Mako 30, did amazingly in that he only played what forty one minutes something like that. Thirty so Mako with thirty five, Jamie with thirty two, Sinclair with twenty seven. That is your front row team of the week. Uh, second row James Ryan from Ireland with forty two, Grant Kilchrist from Scotland with thirty nine. Your back row is Jamie Ritchie from Scotland with 33. Um, uh, sorry, uh, Abraham uh, Stame from Italy with 43, and Louis Picamol with 29 from France. That's a great Italian name, Abraham Stain. <laughs> I think Italy right off the bat when I import. <laughs> <laughs> um, just, to, just, just a thought. Um, Connor Murray from Ireland with 44 at scrum half. Owen Farrell from England with 49 at. In the 10 shirt, uh, Johnny May, surprise, surprise, after a hat trick with 43 for England. Um, Owen Watkin from Wales with 38. I want to touch on that for a second. Sam Johnson was from Scotland, uh, the other center with 32. Jacob Stockdale from Ireland with 32. And Rob Carney redeeming his team a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> with 23 at fullback. So um, good stuff from those boys. But um, <laughs> so I'm going to make a complete. I totally screwed this up last week. I said I called um, Aaron Wainwright, Owen Watkin, oh, no. <laughs> and my bad. <laughs> so because we were talking about back rows and Tommy Young and yeah. all that stuff. Um, sorry, Wainwright, my bad. And all you and whatever Welsh fan that might happen to listen, I'm sure you're angry as as hell at me. I don't care, <laughs> but I'm just trying to do the best here. Okay, I can't believe I missed that. While we were done. <laughs> I blame myself. <laughs> Tol- yeah, totally messed that up. <laughs> All right, let's get to the good stuff. Scotland, Ireland. Um, yeah, you know it, it wasn't pretty from Ireland. Obviously, they had things happen like Sexton going off and stuff like that. We'll get into him, but um, so you know this is a disappointment for Scotland. More, 
This Very game was so. affected by uh, a, a new breed of animal that I think I've discovered. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah. I call it the whistling frog. The whistling frog, yeah, yeah. Um, and goddamn these French referees, I can't, I can't do it. Yeah. Again, just like I said last week, where when they when they put a French referee in charge of of England Ireland, yeah, all it can do is fuck up the game. It's yeah, not going to add anything. Seem to seem to not do any favors. No, and and I'll tell you, uh, Scotland have every right to be mad at at mm-hmm. plot. Yeah, I mean, plot, I understand plot, right? It yeah, was that was plot. Okay, that was plot. Um, and Laidlaw said as much after the after the match. Yeah, saying what, like he what hates you us. Of, and what do you make of his been, comments? Yeah, and he's like he's he, he you know we we can't figure out how to play to him. Yeah, and uh, bit it, of frustration it, boiling it, over there, right. clearly. It, and it it affected. The way Scotland could play, because he was every decision he got to make mm-hmm. in the match, he chose against Scotland. It seemed and that can always feel, so like there can this, always feel this, like a quicksand too. Yeah, you know, well, it usually does. Yeah, and, and, and that 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 kills a team because they're like, okay, now we have to watch how we play, or we have to not put ourselves into situations where he's mm-hmm. he's dinged us multiple times, and yeah. you talk about. Scotland had what sixteen handling errors. Mm. To me, that's a function. You know, handling errors to me are a function of of pressure. Yeah, defensive pressure can and definitely do defensive that. Defensive pressure can do it, but also the the pressure that Plot was putting on on Scotland there. They had to be perfect, otherwise he he was going to uh, dig them. And that led to them instead of taking the ball into contact and t- and, and taking on the tackle and, and recycling the ball, mm-hmm. suddenly they're offloading because they're like, we got to get this out of the ruck or away from a rucking situation because he's just going to ding us. Yeah, I can understand that. And now they're 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 throwing offloads that they wouldn't normally throw. They're yep. making a pass maybe that they wouldn't normally make. <laughs> um, they or you know, just little things like that. When uh, the to me that there were there were two major keys on that. One was. Um, the knock-on that he called when, and I don't, I don't remember the the players involved. Scotland player had taken in a tackle, an Ireland player had gotten his hands on it before he was blown the, off yeah. the ball, and he pulled the ball forward, and the and it rolled that, onto yeah. the tackled England player, I mean, tackled Scotland player, and yeah. off of him. Yeah, I remember that. I don't remember who it was and, exactly. And he yeah, called the knock-on on on. On Scotland, when normally that's okay, just play on. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the ball's there. No, I agree. Laidlaw was there to play it. Just play the yeah. game. Instead, uh, he calls I, the knock on. I, I thought that was unfortunate. Yeah, I remember that. All right. And then there was another scramble play where, um, and, and granted, the, the rucking player entered, entered from the side. He came in from the <laughs> side. But there was nobody in position to, he was re- literally rucking off the tackler. He wasn't, he wasn't blowing off somebody who had any right yeah. to the ball. Normally, again, a referee says, yeah, play on. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't yeah. clean, but it wasn't dirty. You, you played yeah. the, the, you know, did it really affect the outcome? No, it didn't. If he got his feet, you know, another meter over and then rucked, that would have been fine. Mm. But at the same time, you know, that's a, that's a decision he could make. He could make the decision to say, you know what, I'm going to let him play on. It didn't affect the outcome of the ruck. Um, it didn't even, there was no ruck. It was nah, just, yeah, you know, he's, no. he's pushing off the tackle. No ruck. So... Yeah, it's, normally that that you let that go because it, it's it's clearly going to be Scotland's ball no matter what happens. So uh, to to make the decision to to penalize Scotland late, yep. it's just what well, you, well you're, you're, you're you're impacting the game. Yeah, although I don't think he decided it. No, oh, well, oh, and I then mean, the and then the hog play. Yeah, where he got hurt. We'll get into that. He gets hurt on a late hit. On Omani, yeah, nothing. 
Yeah, and so all right, so I have I have this on my on my list here is it, there's a lot of people that are complaining, you know, should have been a yellow card, da da da. I thought it should I thought pen only, there was nothing malicious in Omani in Omani's actions. Did Hogg get hurt from it? Yes. That doesn't necessarily equal yellow card in my book. Uh, it was a big miss. It was pen a violent hit, sure. though. I mean, that was uh, yeah. But he, it's he, part he, of the, he changed his line. He clearly was was shepherding yeah. Hog. It was clearly after the after the kick was away. It was cynical. I would do it because just just for the the cynical nature of of the hit. Yeah. And and you know combined like, yeah it was it's more of a combination of things that to me that leads it to a yellow. That's expecting a lot of a referee sometimes too though. So. Uh, you know what? If you're refereeing Scotland Ireland, yeah, I know I don't disagree <laughs> with that, but I'm just saying, you know, there's definitely gonna, there's there's plenty of room to to miss in there. There's plenty of things to miss in sure. there per se. Per sure, se, but that, but there's the there's on. three eyes, there's three sets of eyes on that, Plus the and team, not oh, yeah. not one of them said, yeah, you know what? Should have at least been a pen. It should have at least been a penalty. That's, so that's, that's the floor. Yeah, I'd say the ceiling is yellow. Yeah. Anything maybe a pen that. and a talking to and a don't do it again absolutely you're, you're yeah absolutely yeah no I, when i say pen i say pen and he gets a word in the ear you know right. there's a stern word from the referee in that case um <laughs> has to be said though they they certainly buried themselves early the seymour pass to maitland that went oh no and Connor murray was very very much johnny on the spot yes and he was scooped oh. it up and and and, uh, f- and fell into the yeah. try zone see that's the kind of handling error that came from defensive pressure because yeah there was the you know the the pressure on and the pop the pass that was the stockdale kick yeah that's a pass that you know you got it well you got you have to know your your, your teammate has to know that he's right. about to he's you're about to give that to him otherwise just eat the damn thing i think mate i think it was went over maitland said just go down go down and he'll rock that, that was one option but the either way if you're going to make that pass make it low so that yeah, not so high. <laughs> definitely so, not so high. support players looking can catch the ball while looking at the defense, not yeah. jump up and, and get drilled. <laughs> reach for it. Oh. Maybe either get drilled or do what happened yeah. there. I'm not sure Maitland didn't catch that for the sake of a life decision and be yeah. like, "This is a business decision. I am not about to catch this ball, so I don't die." Yeah. Well, I mean, normally when when there's a nine in front of you, you're not terribly concerned about that. I don't think. See, I don't think it was Murray that was in, that was bearing down on him. Okay. I'm pretty sure it was somebody else. Okay. It might have been Carney. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Well, either way, yeah. <laughs> even oh. if it was Murray, he's, yeah. He's, if it was Murray, eh. Carney, like, I'm not messing with. Murray's but, not that small. <laughs> no, that's true. He's he's a fairly he's, he's a fairly big man fellow. for a for a, uh, for a halfback, especially. Um, lot uh, a lot of a lot's being made about the Sexton injury, and I agree with um, at least a few of the pundits that are out there. If you're going to take the ball hard to the line, I'm sorry, this is a collision sport. Last yeah. I checked, so yes. deal with the fact that you're going to get smashed. That's, and if you're carrying an injury already, you know right. whose problem that is? Yours. That's yours. So play a little bit different. Yeah. And and that's you know, that's one of the things that makes Sexton great is he'll attack the line, absolutely, take the hit, and and pop it off right at the last second to the runner. Stockdale says thank you very much. Right. <laughs> and that's you know, that's one of those live live by the sword, die by the sword kind of things where Scotland said, Oh, that's what they're gonna do. Okay, then we're not gonna buy it. We're just gonna fucking lay you out. Yeah. Hundred percent. So that that to me is the, the, the kind of the difference as far yeah. as the hog, which was kind of a, a yeah. No, that was that. And not the incidents aren't com- yeah. comparable by any no, means. Not at all. You know. So you know it was, that was, it was a fair, a, absolutely fair play on on the, the yep. hits on Sexton. Yeah, Carby comes no in. No, thank you for my fantasy team, though. Yeah. Same with Hog. Maybe you <laughs> yeah, know, I, there might I be a little hog bit of, of 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 Hog annoyance that. <laughs> yeah, I had I had Hog too. It lost him so goddamn so early. Yep. Um. Carberry can't comes on and might have had a little bit of the jitters because he gives one away to Finn Russell and uh, Sam Johnson's there to to finish the thing. 
So that was, um, I mean, good read by Finn Russell. Too yeah. bad he couldn't he didn't have the wheels to finish it, but uh, Johnny on the spot, his I teammate thought, grabbed, got a yeah. hold of him, and, and, and Carberry and worked his way you. back back into the match. So. Oh well, the <laughs> I think the little well, it was the two it was two guys from Scotland on on the one that he ended up assisting on. Yeah, I don't remember who the two. It was almost like Three Stooges style, like cartoon style. Yeah, come together Bonk. and he falls off them. It's like oh, well, thanks that's guys. Classic. I mean that that that's the the different. You can tell. They had prepared. Scotland had prepared for Sexton, Sexton, and this is how we're going to defend the ten. And suddenly, Carberry's a little different. Carberry's so. a little different, and he's not going to attack the player and then pop to a gap. He's going to attack a gap, and yeah. he did a great job just just splitting that gap yeah. right between just the two. Just enough through, just enough through that they had to both dive and, and oh no, and crunch. <laughs> um, was the final pass forward to Earls? Yes. Yeah. Yes, and it's I, it's. But you know what? I it, don't like that. Oh, his hands are going backwards. Okay, I, I agree that there's that's there's a, a key to look at there. But if his hands are going backwards and the ball is going forwards, it doesn't matter that his hands yeah, are going backwards. Yeah, it's been something that they've said for a while now that yeah. they're that they're going to let it go if it's something like, I like in that case. I, and I I like the the ruling when it comes to he's running at pace, mm-hmm. and I think there was one uh, the the previous week and i can't remember the the situation where yes it was again a forward I think, pass i think it was um england ireland but it was still relatively backwards uh, as a you know for the for the momentum of yep. the player and it's like yeah you know there's there's a lot of physics going in on that where it's you know sometimes it's still kind of a backwards pass but the momentum keeps it going forward right to me, that's okay. I like that rule. Mm. As, okay, you know, yeah, I'm all right with that too. Te- technically, went forward, but it was behind him. This one, it n- it never went backwards. It went maybe flat and then drifted forward. <laughs> so maybe, yeah. and I'm trying, I'm being trying to be generous with the maybe. Yeah. Whereas that that was never a, a, a to me that was never a backwards pass. I, uh, maybe I'm misremembering this, but I'm not sure they had a great angle to say forward yes or no after the try was already given so yeah. that might have been part of the problem it's hard well. to over i understand that it's hard to overturn and it clearly it clearly was caught ahead of where it was thrown yep. and there's no doubt about that and then when you're you're wading into territory of oh was it actually backwards or was it mm. yeah i get it the, the ruling was that it was a backwards pass is there anything to overturn it gets a little dicey hard yep um Final final news from this game, and not really news from this game, but Sean O'Brien signs for a premiership club. Yes, the new, well, the, the, the potential the, premiership. Potential, it, assuming they don't completely cock it up, yeah. then London Irish will be playing premiership rugby next I'm, year. So. I'm guessing this means that they're going to make it. <laughs> yeah, I mean they they're, they're putting a lot of faith in themselves. They are. Well, they they have this this is influx of money, and they've yeah. decided you know what this is the time we're banking on now. We're banking on. There was a point where they were playing Champions Cup rugby. You know, it was called Heineken Cup, but same thing. Mm-hmm. So they're probably they're obviously aspiring to that, and they want to get back there. You know, days of Topsy Ojo, those that are out there that remember that name, good for you. <laughs> um, so yeah, they're they're shooting for it again, and we'll see what happens. Uh, Italy Wales, this was not the most exciting game. <laughs> Wales never really got out of second gear. They never needed to. Oh shit! Hold on, I'm I'm getting way ahead of myself. Oh, Scotland, Scotland, Ireland points. Durr. Durr. Got to get into that. Um, yeah, obviously the big points for the, for everybody. There were some there were some big names on Scotland's side, despite the fact that they uh, they lost by nine. Uh, Grant Kil- Grant Gilchrist with thirty nine. Jamie Ritchie with thirty three. Uh, Sam Johnson with thirty two. 
Laidlaw with 31, but that's also including his kicking points. Mm. For, don't, don't forget that. Got it. Uh, Johnny Gray returns and gets gets 31. Mm-hmm. Good for him. Allen Dell with 28. Ben Russell with 26. Uh, McNally with uh, 25. Yeah. And Josh Strauss gets his first start in a Scottish uniform for a while and puts 23 up. So not too bad from the uh, the former South African. I really uh, should have... Uh... So I was texting Jared before the, you know, while I was trying to set my life. Oh, yeah. We were having this conversation. I came. This is why you don't listen to me. <laughs> I came inches away from from having my, my lineup, uh, having Laidlaw at 10. Um, yeah. Which ultimately I ended up making my decision by going with, with Sexton. I, yeah. I picked him up. Right. Um, because I could drop CJ Stander. And, uh, you probably need to. I know oh, I needed to do that. But at the same time now. Uh, that that really fucked me when you know, <laughs> Hog goes down and then all of a sudden Sexton goes oh, down no. and I'm like, all right, I'm getting no points. <laughs> yep, yeah, that was bad news, Bears. Oops, I believe oh, well. there were a lot of people that went just. <laughs> I oh yeah, that thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's blown up. It's done. Yeah. Well, there goes my team this week. <laughs> yep. Uh, you weren't the only At one. At least I didn't sure. captain him. No, that would that would have been really really rough right there. Um, uh, for the Irish. Connor Murray leads the way with 44. James Ryan with 42. Good for him. I really, I'm considering finding a way to get him in my lineup soon. Mm. Um, really consistent second row. Uh, Jacob Stockdale with 32. Uh, Bestie Rory Best with 28. Keen Healy with 25. Looks like we got the wrong Irish prop yeah, we in, our get line, the wrong in our lineups here. Uh, Joey Carberry with 23 and Sean O'Brien with 22. Jack Conan with 22 in his first his first star for a little bit here. Hold on, so, yeah, yeah. There's a there was more. More names on the Scottish side, but there were some bigger scores on the Irish side, obviously, yeah. by by indication that they won. So, <laughs> um, good stuff for them. Uh, obviously, Carberry came off the bench. Um, right. Did, a, obviously, a very admirable job yeah. in uh, Sexton's stead. It's, it, Coming on early, they, not, they not, expected. Not a, not a bad thing for him to get a little bit of run, probably, before this World Cup coming Especially up. Especially against a team you know, like like Scotland yep. at home. That's that's. Well, these two teams are going to see each other in Yokohama. Yes, they will. In uh in twenty in the, the fall here, but it's good to know that that he can play at a high level against high level competition. Yep. Oh yeah, he he definitely can. He definitely. Well, can. for an extent, you know, for for more than 10, 20 minutes. Oh or yeah, whatever, yeah. No. Whenever well, he started the Australia, the first Australia test, and they barely, barely lost that game. Mm-hmm. Thought the referee did him a, did in did him in a little bit there. That was a very tight game. Mm. All right, to the Italians. Um, Ten changes for Warren Gatlin's side. Woo wee! Well, that's to be expected when you play. I mean, everybody's going to start their start some backups start and some, some, backups, some fringe guys. Change some combinations. Yep. Uh, whatever you got to do to you know, um, you know, to, to just to throw out what you got because you you know you're probably going to win. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to be it's going to be difficult. There's a good chance. And plus, you have your your starters like Alan Wynn coming off the bench. Yeah, yeah, and um, and whether or not. You consider bigger or um, Anscom the starter? You know that's that's a debate as, there as well. Bigger had a hell of a match though. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. For, yeah. Great match. Yeah. Great match. Uh, Azuri's discipline was uh, not helpful to begin with. That got him nine points in the hole fairly quickly. With bigger, with bigger's leg, you can't. Right. You can't just go ill disciplined in your own half because he'll nail him from all over the place. Yeah. So that was that, a oops. Yeah. So they they kind of started slow, um, and. You know, by the time uh, Italy got on the board the first time, yeah, with the stain try, right there, the game it wasn't, it, w- it certainly wasn't over, but no. it was you know they were they were up what they were up twelve nothing, yeah, but so, they, the, the the Italians had a chance to pull it to within two, and yes, Allen hit it off the post. They, oh, that was 
I was like, ooh, that was harsh. Yeah. I was like, ooh, that's a cruel result. <laughs> yeah, I was, and then yeah, we were talking about that. I was, I was screaming at the TV to to go for the corner. There. Oh yeah, you right, were. Not, that's not right. <laughs> to me, it's like you, you know, this is a gift. This is a one, you know. They, yeah, because ha- Wales will kick it out. They're not going to come back and play play right. from that because it's into so, the half. Right. So it's you know three points versus seven. Possible. That wasn't dead on either. So that was the thing. Like, right. You you're probably not wrong in that thought. Cause I mean, it, it was a but he dead on. Made it. Go for it. He should have made it. Let's well, get, well by the leg that he had on it. Right. Yeah, that thing had plenty of juice on it. So, I mean, let's not say it was a bad option. I just when you're an underdog team. Yes. Yeah, we've, we've especially when you're playing at home. You got the oh man, if they could have gotten the crowd on their side, rocking that. Yeah, rocking the, the stadio. Oh yeah, like, get take the lead. Mm-hmm. Don't go for don't go for two points down at half. Go for um, what two points up? You know. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. Fuck. Uh. So yeah, I I was uh, I was a little bit disappointed in the decision, and obviously even more disappointed in the outcome there. Right. And that could have changed the game because now all of a sudden you know there, there's there's something about getting that that try. Uh, yeah, right at the end of the right at the end of the half, that'll definitely juice you, up, juice yeah. the whole team up, right. alone in the crowd, you know. So, and you you just scored one a couple of minutes ago. Yeah, you, know, you got put two in in the last ten minutes. Right. That's that's a major difference going in with with a potential two tries, rather than oh yeah we're two we're two points down because it, it's, right. it's it's a big mental difference for both sides. And and I to me I I if I'm going to make that error. In that situation, yeah. if I'm Italy, I, I make it aggressively. Right. There's there is this thing um, for Italy because Treviso and Zebra are both in the north of of Italy, and Rome is middle to south. Mm-hmm. It's it's a ways away, and you're and you know most of the rugby playing areas of Italy are not near Rome. So there is the thought of you know yes, that's the national stadium for all things Italian sports. Right. Understandable, but. Maybe seeing if you can get maybe a slightly cozier environment and get them shifted to north where you know you're going to pack the hell out of that thing and get it going. And, you know, yeah, okay, maybe you don't have 100 to 80,000 people. Maybe you have 40. Mm-hmm. And you, but if you, they're all bonkers rugby fans and they're all in there, because that thing, that, that stadium was probably like 30 to 40% Welsh. Yeah. You know, and so that's not really a great thing for your crowd. No. And you're not going to get that same juice no with with that kind of split Def, definitely not so maybe so that might maybe something to con- maybe, maybe something to consider uh, i'm sure connor o'shea's giving it giving it a whirl and giving it some thought and i'm sure he's 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 a smart enough man to know that he probably needs to find a way to get the rugby to where they yeah, play rugby it's, it's just a question of at that point it's easy to say go for the friendlier confines mm-hmm. versus the gate and, and how much money more money you can right. make no, from the, from I, the bigger, I'm, you know, from t- getting twice as many people into the game. Yeah, no, you're not wrong in that for sure. Um, you know, might be a, but I think I think forty to make a trade off. I think fifty. I think fifty thousand fans. Yeah. If you can get fifty thousand fans into a stadium and you know make it twenty eighty instead mm-hmm. of sixty forty, <laughs> right? You know that that'd be better. You know, eighty eighty percent blue shirts. Oh, it's a good and idea. It's Azuri, a great idea. Yeah. You know, a, I think a, I think it's a great be, idea to bring it in tighter. I think and, most of those. I think most of those fan, those players would. 100% sign up for something like that. Yeah. It, I think it, there's trying, definitely but... a rhythm to that because now you, you kind of don't have as much of a home field advantage mm. when the players aren't familiar with the, the grounds. Yeah. You know, all the all the premiership players have 
probably played a match or two at Twickenham. Because well, they, they always play the opener but, weekend, or the right. big opener weekend or whatever it is, and then they play. They always have like the festive fixture and right. you know. So so it's something that's familiar, but when you don't do it regularly, and suddenly mm. you're you're playing for your national team, and it, it just throws the rhythm off and throws the no doubt. Uh, the, you know, you're you're in a hotel that's unfamiliar. You're in an area that's. I mean, Absolutely. it might be familiar, but it's still not the same. No, definitely not. Yeah, so um, maybe something food for thought for the Italian yeah. Italian um, Federation to consider. Um, hey, any idea for them would be. <laughs> I'm sure is good. Probably good. Um, but there's still this talk of Italy being relegated again, like by Georgia. They just beat them this past fall, and everybody was available for both squads. So oh. I don't, I don't know. I, I get it. They keep getting the wooden spoon, but I can almost promise you at this point. They didn't lose. They didn't beat Georgia by you know forty, but they also were very convincing in their win. So it's funny because going into what is, what is Georgia going to offer that that Italy isn't just something different? That's not really anything worth it. Going into this weekend, I was I was going to or before this weekend, I should say, I was thinking about suggesting that hey, why not why not the U.S. <laughs> yeah, well, until like, that happened, but that—that's not good. Yeah, they were not there yet. Obviously, not after this past weekend. Heck no. But they're—they're they're getting close. They're getting to the point where that honestly, that—that that might be a consideration mm. as far as if you're going to drop yeah, somebody. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Um, um, and why? You know, why is it automatically Georgia? Is that, it's really where I'm going with? Yeah, why uh, would it automatically they're be Georgia? The best, they're not, the best European team. Around, yeah. So besides, besides, obviously the big ones. Right. Um. Sanjay Willis had a, had a nice little match. Um, <laughs> did you see? Did you see his uh, one? The freaking the on the, ah, for the scoop. Casual yeah. scoop, no big deal. <laughs> Man, he, he wasn't had yawning some, while he did it. He might have. <laughs> oh ho hum! Uh, this is I'll easy. I got this. I'll just sit down and scoop this up. Yawn, Hujay. Take notes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and you know, he had a nice little. Um, scamper to set up Josh Adams for the try. Although, yeah, yeah. to be fair, the the tackle on him was kind of a half-hearted, yeah. upper up high arm tackle. So, really, wasn't a whole lot to offer in that one. <laughs> but I mean, I I think he'll keep his shirt for the 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 big one at the Principality in a couple weeks. Here. I believe so. <laughs> he might be told you know that might be one of those. Uh, oh, what was it from Major League? A little Lou Brown, great fucking play. Now don't ever we'll do, do it again. again. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure Warren Gatlin gave him a piece in his ear. We, uh, if we know anything about Warren Gatlin yeah. at this point, all right. So let's look at uh, let's look scores. at the fantasy scores for this one. Um, uh, Stain, like the the man that was in the team of the week, forty three. Uh, Tommaso Allen with twenty nine. Geraldini with twenty four. CC with twenty three. Parise with twenty two. And Morrissey with twenty one. I actually trusted a few Italians in my lineup. Um, Parise is not one to ever sleep on by any means, obviously. Right? Did but, you start um, any Italians? Yeah, I had Negri, Parise, and Campagnaro in my lineup. The okay. only one that really I felt good about the yeah. way that they did was Parise. Right. I had I had Negri and, and Parise too. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, Allen and Campagnaro on my bench. I almost wish I had started Tommaso Allen. I mean, it's obviously I do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, clearly, but uh, yeah, just maybe bump Farrell out to center and then put right. Tommaso That's what Allen, I, at which is what I did. So. Yeah, I've, I've decided to abandon centers as centers because <laughs> they are so weird when it comes to points. So I'm yeah, trying for tens true. and well, tens and had, outside backs. You've had some bad luck with centers too. I, terrible luck with centers. Yep. Um, for Wales, uh, Watkin with a with a nice little try that he fell on after Anscrum kicked over the entire Zuri back uh, defensive line. Uh, Watkin with 38, Josh Adams with 31, uh, Davies with 20, um, 27, Adam Beard with 25. 
Tommy Young with 24. Good for him. Too well bad done, he didn't score that try, but that's all right. Yeah. Uh, Josh Navidiu, the man of the match with 23. Elliot D with 23. Dan Bigger with 23. But that's also with his kicking points, so don't mm-hmm. forget that. All right. The uh, oof. Le Crunch or Le Pants. I don't know which one it was because they the French got pantsed. <laughs> that's for sure. The <laughs> yeah. They completely got pantsed by the English in this one. Just... Starting like here's the problem where where it was for me. Starting with the the selection for the French fifteen, with two centers on the wing and Uge, who doesn't necessarily play a lot of fullback, being at fullback just right there. And England looked at that and licked their chops and said, "Hmm, our kicking game is going to go real well." What ninety seconds in? Sure enough, if I recall correctly, we looked at the we were looking at the lineup Friday. Something. Yeah, something like that. And and I think that was my my text to you was all oh, this game. Huge at fifteen, this game's over. <laughs> yeah, well after it's already, it's already against over. Wales. That was like, oh, this can only end poorly. And and we saw what uh what Farrell did to, to Henshaw. To Henshaw. Yeah, absolutely. And it's like, okay, so so he got Henshaw running all over the place. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is he gonna do to Huge? I mean, we well, we don't have Clearly, to ask what's going to do. We see that now, but he's gonna, man, he's going to do that to Huge too. Yeah, you had, to, you had, he had. To, Jacques Brunel had to know this was coming, and how how he didn't prepare his team for something like this, you know. All right, so you brought Bastereau back in for what reason? I don't know. Uh, beats the hell to out get of him. lit the fuck up by, by Courtney, Courtney Laws. Laws. <laughs> that was a great hit. So much for just taking out little halfbacks. Right. That was the largest man you could probably take out in rugby, like right now. Right. And he put him right on his ass. Oh, <laughs> what a freaking thump. snot bubbles! Right. On the- <laughs> I. <laughs> <laughs> the Twitter exchange I had with somebody. I don't remember who it was. It was some girl. And she's like, oh, oh my. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? That was that was great. Uh, so yeah. this is this is why Twitter and rugby are great, because you can just have so much fun with it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and you, know, you, you throw that hashtag in, what, what game you're watching, and you never know who's going to respond. Yeah, it's, it's always fun. I just said Courtney Laws. I yeah. said Courtney Laws. That is all. Yeah. And that's all I said. I didn't say, I, I didn't put anything else, but I'm sure everybody else that was le- looking for it said, yep. wow, what did I, he just do? Can, can I talk for a minute about Courtney Laws? And, Absolutely. And, and, we can and, talk all we want about Courtney Laws. I like the man. I love Courtney Laws. Yeah. Now, if there isn't, if there is a singular player whose personal transition is just absolutely defines to me the, the the change that rugby has made in the past couple of years it's Courtney oh, yeah. laws just a beast of a man still is still uh, well yes obviously <laughs> but large no he was a hoose he was a hoose right just everything that's like damn i don't want to i don't want to fuck with this person <laughs> yeah <laughs> at all anyway to all the, you look at him now he's and, a lean and mean comparatively, machine string bean but Hasn't lost any really, really hasn't lost any muscle. Nope, or at least any strength. Definitely just has not. transformed that from the the ultimate beef. I'm gonna run you over. I'm gonna drive you backwards. All that you know, the interior type mm. of phone booth rugby that that was so prevalent up till recently, and and now he's just transitioned to this. I'm gonna run. I'm still gonna lay the wood. Obviously, we saw that. Yeah, we saw that. But it just goes to show that you don't have to be the fucking mammoth. No. Of a of a man. You don't have to be the bastard to be is, laying people out. He you is have to be... so dynamic now, right. like in his place. But as long as he's not the one that always has to make the tackle, 
or the one that always has to make the carry. Mm-hmm. He's very dynamic. Oh, so, yeah. you know, England are lucky to have a freaking second yes. choice, second row. Right. Like Courtney Laws. And he's, uh, yeah. He's he's done still well. still a good lineup jumper on top of it right. too. So that the, oh, because he's, he's so fucking tall. Well, yeah, oh. that obviously helps. But still, like you know, he's he's not one that you know you throw it to him and you go, hmm, I wonder if this is going to be complete or not. He usually catches the yeah. damn thing. So you know, he's not like, everybody's going to be the spider that Morrow is. Right. But but he he's he's always been solid, even when he wasn't, you know, top of the team. You know, one of the starting locks for the for the yeah. for, for England. He's still somebody who who deserves a spot on the team. To, he usually to, did to now. There's no doubt yeah. to me. I mean, if, if if you're looking at if, if you're putting out your best team, if you're England, yeah, and you know, Morrow and Courtney are on that team. Yeah, they have to be. So they have to wherever be. wherever you want to slot them around, yeah. they're they're on that that starting fifteen. Mm-hmm. And I, I I love watching him operate now, and I, I love the way the way yeah. he's changed his his physique to to match what the game needs. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Johnny May. <laughs> I mean, runs runs all of two meters with ball in hand, <laughs> yeah. but knows where the try line is. With five meters of, of carry, <laughs> knows where the try line is, and that's a that 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 is something to say. You know, he knows yeah. how to get there. Um, you know, daily daily's kick, Ashy's kick, and then Farrell's wide pass were the three, and the sneaky three hands, the yeah. sneaky hands for for Farrell's try too, holding down whoever I, I can't remember who else was was that UJ chasing it down. No, it was um, it was Dupont. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Probably should have been calling the TMO. They and you know people criticize. This was not uh, Nigel Owens' best game. No, um, did have a, did have a lovely, lovely moment with uh, Jeffrey Poirot. That was great. Uh, I like I the laces. Like, yeah, yeah. I I, I, I love that the players. I, 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 I love the laces. Are still doing it. That's I great. love the laces. Yeah. Um, those that didn't see it, the uh, Jeffrey Poirot was sporting the rainbow laces. And if you don't know anything about Nigel Owens, well, you can take a guess. Yeah. Um, uh, but but to see a prop because I you know. You know, I'm like, uh, I have I have my my personal feelings on things, mm-hmm. but uh, as far as prop, you know, you think of a prop, you think of the the biggest, toughest meathead mm-hmm. on the on the pitch. Yeah, usually. Uh, and to see the, the you know a prop still wearing the rainbow laces after a couple of weeks. Yeah. Uh, good on him. I yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. I, I'm I'm totally with you on that one. Um, I, I, it's a good idea. Anybody that thinks it's not a good idea, then go go somewhere else and bother somebody else. Go on an island and live by yourself. Yeah. Um, and they don't get fined like the NFL. Thank God, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. You get to actually express yourself a little yep. bit. And I always tell I always tell my kids, uh, my high school kids, go go express yourselves. Yeah. You know that's what I want you guys to do when you're on the field. Express yourselves. You know, be who you are as players out there. Don't don't you know stay within the strategy, stay mm-hmm. within the pattern of play. But you know, there's the, there's different dynamic that you bring, so bring it. Right. You know, and that's uh, a great message for the it. kids too. Yeah. Whereas when I coach the adults, I'm like. Go out there and be yourselves, but a better version of yourself that you <laughs> yeah. don't think you can. <laughs> yeah, let's let's not let's not don't get... don't be yourself. Be don't don't else. be completely yourself, please. <laughs> yeah, especially some of the guys. Um, Ashy, the penalty try that came off Ashy probably bought it a little bit. Yeah. Oh, he totally sold that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. I I think I so right off the bat when we saw it, that was my first instinct was oh penalty try. He yeah, that was mine too. Maybe not. Maybe, maybe not, not as much now, but yeah. But I, I, he sold it. But at the same time, I, I feel like he was contacted before he had a chance to go for the ball. Yeah. He, which made him overrun it. Uh, that's yeah. A, he, it was a it was have, borderline. He could have done the the UJ slide with it and then just dotted it down, like or basically mm-hmm. what um, uh, what what um, May did, which yes. is basically like 
pick it up, put it down as you're sliding. Like, yeah, that's, basically that's all that, you end up doing. I don't um, see any way he was getting, like, he might have been tackled, but there's no way he's getting stopped before he puts that no, down. It's so, probably going to be a yellow card either way for Fiku, so. Oops. Oh, it's definitely a yellow card. It's just the, the real, the question was whether or not it was a penalty, penalty try. try. Yep. Um, <laughs> I'm fine with it. Uh, well, our, our, our old friend, <laughs> Kyle Sinclair, up to, up to shenanigans. <laughs> Gorgeous. Unbelievable play. You mean the head slap? Absolutely. <laughs> so, now, so uh, for for people who who have not been listening terribly long, I I do have a, a bit of a man crush on Sinkler, which comes and goes. Hard on for him. Sometimes sometimes I'm I'm a, I'm a big fan of his. Sometimes I'm he disappoints the hell out of me. Yeah, and he did both the same game in this one. Yeah. So so my my comment to Jared on the. The, the the play where uh, he, he gave the, the, the pass to Daly for the try. It was a good pass. Gorgeous. Gorgeous good play pass. all over the place. It was a good pass. It wasn't that good of a pass. Well, okay. So it's not just the pass. It's everything that led up to it. So he's it's a line break. The prop is the one there playing nine. First off, that's he a, was like the fifth a, guy there. Let's be real about this. Okay? Ah, he was there to play nine all the way. He was the and, fifth guy and there. He gets he right in position. He's, he's, he wasn't the first or second in, guy there. He's in perfect position where, where you want. This your is nine a prop talking now, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> he's in the perfect position where you want where you want your nine to be, but he's a prop running after the uh, the line break. And then not only that, but he has the 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 wherewithal. To pick it and then look out and see where the defense is weak, which was everywhere because they were all no, scrambling no, no. backwards. There was, was weakest right where he put that ball. Yeah, he flings it out there and 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 knows to put it gently in the breeze. For <laughs> yeah, to and run he almost got Slade lit up. And he leads. He leads his his support player. He leads Daly right into the hole for the try. Unbelievable. Who? Un. Slade scored the try, you know. Oh, Slade. Still. Sorry, Slade. No, I and remember. he didn't because gorgeous. freaking Slade got a hospital ball. Gorgeous. No, he wasn't. It was a hospital pass. It Up was here. A, it was a hospital pass if there was a defender near. But but they were all running backwards. Exactly. And 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 uh Sink knew exactly where that ball needed to be for that. It exact needed to play. not be and in his hands. Put it right it there. It was gorgeous. So my comment was that you know you don't see you know there aren't many international props that that can make that pass. Uh, there's a fairly sizable list of guys that would make that pass that are playing that are wearing a one or a three. Um, he's not the but only then, one on that. But then there's also very few international props capable of making that head slap. <laughs> yeah, because they all don't lose their friggin' shit and have red mist. Right. So that, then, that's. I mean, that's why you know the context of the game didn't really, yeah. was already decided. So whatever he got for that, whether it was a penalty or a yellow card, it didn't really matter that much. Um, right. But that that should have been a yellow. Probably yeah. Um, again, not Nigel's best best performance nope. there. But that and that's that to me shows the the difference, or the the dichotomy that is. Sinkler, yep. As far as making an unbelievable play, helping his team out, that that okay, and then not something you would a... expect. Something that that's above and beyond what, he, what was what he did. I thought there for the, for the Slade try, um, and then hurting your team by yep. the stupid penalty and and just making kind of a, what's already kind of a uh, an unfortunate game for France. You don't want to turn it ugly, and, yeah, and it could have gone that way. It's not getting nasty now. Um. Dupont has definitely put his hand up for France to say, "You better start me at nine next week, Bubba, Bubba, because I'm gonna 
do everything that you want me to yeah. that you've been he looking was, for out of para and, yeah, para, and I, it's been a little bit of a disappointment yep big time um, uh, what, do you make of, much... what, do you, what do you make of Parra's comments? Do you hear what Jody had to say? What, what was that exactly? Was he so, the one who was saying that... Like they had no idea where they were supposed to yeah. be and the players I... are not sure what they were supposed to be doing. I believe that 100% because I've seen what's happened on the <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, Probably true. Uh, um, I've I mean, seen what they've been up to. to that's down to the players, but it's also down to Brunel to not preparing them well. Oh, absolutely. Uh, that's. Would you sack Brunel right now? Uh... You're... Seven months from a World Cup. Yes, yeah, I wouldn't do it. I'm, I'm like I'm thinking right now, right now. Yeah. After Six Nations, I'd sack. Yeah, him. I, I wouldn't do it right now. Oof, just, yeah, just but let so, him play out the string. But he cannot be the coach heading into a World Cup. Um, the the other pod had sent Andre on on. I was and, just listening to it on my way over, and um, he uh, he said there's, there's just not a lot of money to to mm-hmm. go around the French national team right now because it's all been. Dumped into the play, into the, the into the clubs, so I was like, "Ooh, that's Look, not, France. That's not good." I'll give you a deal. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Shoot me an email. I'll, I'll, I'll coach you. I'll, I'll, I'll help out. I think I can do a better job than the guy you got right now. Yeah, ooh, yeah. Well, they sh- they they sacked Nobez um, somewhat prematurely, in my opinion. But it sounds like the whole national teams just had an issue coming for mm-hmm. at least a few years now. So. Yeah, I mean, it rears its ugly head after they won the U twenty World Cup, which is great. But they obviously have had issues. If you look at the, you just look, we talk about their club game all the time and how mm-hmm. they don't have any youth, any any young uh, French rugby players. They're you know constantly recruiting overseas players to play for their club teams, and some and then some of them end up on the national team because they get citizenship. It, it, it's a it's a bad strategy all around, and it's obviously pain, and- coming down to the point where. It's biting them really hard, right? And no, nobody seems to have a role or have a defined role. Mm. It's everybody's like, all right, well, you know, like fucking, who puts UJ at fifteen? <laughs> a Brunel, apparently. Like, what the <laughs> fuck are you thinking? You saw what happened last week, and it, it, there's no ta- like. Uh, I think one of the things that, that, as you were saying, they were talking about is is the prevalence of tactics now, which is it's mm. very important because the game has evolved to the point where you can't just suit up really talented people play, play, and play. win just with the 15 that, that you got that, that are, that are awesome, that are, that are out talenting the other team. Right. There's enough guys who are fast. There's enough guys who can run. Oh yeah. It's not going to work that way. You have to have some sort of structure, some sort of plan of attack, some Absolutely. sort of tactics that, that change week to week that are how you're going to attack or defend mm-hmm. your opponent. Yeah. If you don't have that, you're not going to succeed. And that's, that's, What's been the difference for France the past Absolutely. two weeks is, you know, Wales, they had the lead. They, they magically found themselves with a 16-point halftime lead. Yeah. And they couldn't organize themselves and play in such a way that holds a lead. They couldn't figure it out. No. And, and then this week, they, they couldn't do shit. They completely got hosed. Just like from the opening, from you know, ninety seconds. <laughs> yeah, first minute try. Yeah, like so, that that, t- that tells you everything you need to know about what's going on there. Really, right? It's pretty sad. I mean, that game was not in doubt at halftime. No, which which you know for sad. France, Wales shouldn't have been in doubt at halftime. That you have a sixteen point lead, you should figure out a way. As Biggest we talked blown about lead like, ever with Ireland, nations. yeah, with Ireland, you, they would Ireland would have just strangled the life out of Wales at that yeah. point. You, it would be a nineteen nothing win. Basically, right. is what, what it would come down to. If, <laughs> and, and if, you, if you don't have any any sort of uh, the structure in place with yeah. your team to say, okay, 
we go into halftime and that's what we, you know, here's the changes we make and here's how we're going to play. If you, you don't have those defined, you don't really have a coach. No. Right? Which is why, yes, Brunel has to go before the World Cup because you can't, you know, it's one thing to embarrass yourselves in the, in the Six Nations the way they're doing now. If they do, if they do an embarrassing job Cup. at the World Cup, you know, this is a team that's made three finals. Yeah. This is, this it's is terrifying. A, it's a, the French are a fucking proud nation. Yeah. They, they, this is they don't deserve this. <laughs> yeah, no, they, they they they. This is a country that has had some great moments in its rugby history, and it's really really unfortunate to see it just reduced to, for lack of a better word, shit. Yeah, I mean rugby is best when every team is at their peak. Yeah, because when the, that you're when the good get, teams are good, that's right. what you want to watch. You know, and, and France is one of those teams where they're you know just like just storied in terms of what their 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 legacy is as as mm-hmm. as a, a a rugby club and team. Yep. And this is the product they're putting out it's and and the problem is that there's no reason for it. No. They they have shitload of talent. They do. Well, you like I said, you 20 yeah. World Cup champions, they but they just ref, they've just had this thought forever of the refusal to play youth. And it's not a great idea. It really isn't. Like you, you know. And I mean, they've obviously found a way to make an exception for a guy like Intimac. Mm-hmm. But that's you know, I have a feeling his dad has something to do with that. Just being like they want to appease his dad or whatever. So with him being his the dad's exception, probably like if you are fucking going to lose, you lose with my son. Yeah, <laughs> like, right. You you put him on the field, you idiots. Right. Really, I thought I, I I didn't have a reason to drop him. It was he was he amazing against Wales? No, but you know what? And if you want to say, oh, he didn't have a good second half. No shit, nobody had a good second right. half of that team. Duh. I so, thought Intimac actually made it made a, a, a decent impact. He did. He I thought so too. I thought the I thought him and um, Dupont had a had pretty good uh, pretty good impact on there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, oh, speaking of which, who was uh who was France's leading fantasy scorer? Pretty scary, right? Let's go through it. <laughs> um, we'll start. We'll start with the English. Uh, okay, Owen, we'll Owen Farrell, forty with forty nine. Johnny May with forty three. Courtney Laws with yeah, thirty eight. Yeah. He was in my lineup. Uh, Mako Mako with uh, thirty five. Unfortunately, not going to be able to finish yeah. the rest of this competition. He was my captain, and now yeah, you have to find a new one, big guy. Uh, I'm sure Ben Mood and Ellis Genge will be the two that are up for battle. And neither of them are Mako. Yeah, definitely not. That's not definitely a fair. Not. That's not a fair thing to say. No, but. it's he's a dynamic player to another level. Um, Jamie George, 32. Henry Slade with 28. Another good day for him. Mm. Ben Youngs with 28. Kyle Sink with 27. And uh, he was in the team of the week. George Cruz with 22. And Chris Ashton in his first Ashton. start for a long time in the Six Nations with 22. So that was a was obviously a long list of England players. Well-deserved. Uh, France actually had some okay scores, believe it or not. Um, DuPont off the bench with 39. Mm. That is That is telling <laughs> of how this game went for the French in, in that. It's yeah. not often that fantasy numbers tell everything. That kind of tells it all right there. That one of your bench players Back upscores up everybody. Half. And he didn't play the full half either. No. I think he played 30 minutes maybe. Uh, so let me see that, if I can figure that out. Yeah. So um, uh, Peno with 31. Picamo, Louis Picamo with 29. Uh, Matthew Bastro with 25. Uh, Girado with 24. Bamba with 23. I'm gl- I was glad to see Bamba get a start. That was cool. Yeah. That's another He guy. was that's, fun to watch. That's another, that's another one that was good to see. He's a, he's a fairly youthful guy. He's playing for Lyon next year. He's been pro D2 right now. But uh, Morgan Parra with 23. Meh. And Ettorio with 22. I don't know if you're going to see Parra in a, in a rooster shirt anytime soon after his comments towards Brunel. At least not while Brunel's still head coach. Yeah. Um, and, and Dupont came on uh, 47th minute. 
Okay. Looks like. So he yeah, so a little over thirty minutes. Yeah, and he and he does thirty nine. <laughs> yeah. He might <laughs> if I didn't have three scrum halves already and right. one of them being a French one. Oops. Yeah. Um, I might I might switch him out. <laughs> um, so there's gonna obviously be a little bit of a low that that comes through. Um, we have. Um, <laughs> well, let's 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 look at this. Let's look at our uh, official fantasy rugby yank league, which has only four people uh. in it, but that's okay. <laughs> um, well, let's look at the. Our, our, who, We're all doing very well, actually. Yes, I, overall we are. Um, in the American category, it's you and me are in the top ten. I am, I'm third. One, two, three didn't change last week at all. Actually, they gained ground on me. Wow. The the two and three, uh, the one and two rather, they gained ground. Yeah. So they I opened up, up the to lead. six. They, they they opened up the lead just a bit. Um, oh no, I dropped a set. Oh no, I dropped. You dropped. Yeah, oh. I think you were five. Who earns? Thought you were five. I was six. Okay, you were six. Um, but uh, leading the pack in the official fancy rugby Yanks league is this guy right here. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> by, uh, but not by much. <laughs> uh, I'm only up. Uh, I only have two on James. <laughs> yeah, we're That's all close. Within, it's tight. It's tight. We're all it's, within thirty. I think. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, this can get flipped on its head very fast. Yeah. yeah <laughs> so I'm not. It, yeah. I'm not counting my chickens yet. I'm glad I'm ahead, but I gotta. I gotta keep the pressure. Yeah, you're on. one. You're one. You know, off one, week. One bad week. One very yeah. bad week, or one wrong player. Really. Right. Yeah. I mean, if Huggy had played, or if I was able to sub out, I a, had a Hug. different. Oh, you know. Sexton would have been your would have been your X factor. That, yeah. I don't have him. Sexton for Laidlaw would have would have been. There you go. A little big. Yep, so there you go. Um, oh, something we didn't get to. Callum Braley getting called up to Italy. That's fascinating. Yeah, so I think he qualifies through um, grandparents or something like oh, that. Hey. Everybody's got so, it. Always, there's always a, a, a so path. So he, he, he gets to join Paledri from Gloucester. Hopefully Jake is back soon. Yeah. Um, so one note I, want, I do want to make. If you are looking for a team in general to... Um, seek out points. The two teams that are far and away uh, above the rest of the the clubs in terms of fantasy points scored for their just total from their players. Uh, number two is our boys, Men in Black, the Saracens. Number one is your side piece, Gloucester, the Cherry and Whites. I think they're still carrying over from their their their, their hot start to the season, the first like yeah. five or six. Oh yeah, weeks. probably. But you, you still have guys like Thorley that can light the world on fire and absolutely and you know Thorley Cipriani, and Charples are yeah, just Cipriani should be back, so yeah. he should be um sounds like he should be okay. And the aforementioned Willie Hines when he once he was healthy, yeah. He's been tearing it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, he's been help, he's been super helpful for them since he's come back. Um and certainly a team that you're gonna have to really find the diamond in the rough. Um, couple teams are Leicester and Worcester. Now, for me, Worcester, I I got Hugard in my team, and he's not super expensive, and he's also been he also starts all but knock on wood, um, all, starts but all but one game I think so far this year. Um, the, and there are guys in there that are good. The centers are good. Mills and Benter are very good. Obviously, I think Teo's probably a little bit of bait because he's pretty expensive and yeah. he you know he's only played a couple games now and he's probably still in the England consideration at least. True. So, you know, probably want to keep that in mind. Um then you have 
guys like uh, Bryce Heem. Heem, yeah. Duncan he's a, Weir. He's a super cheap buy. He is. Heem is, and he's been very productive in the last few weeks before. Um, God, it's been forever since we talked about Premiership. I know. <laughs> oh, my God. I know uh, Nayarvoro has been been scoring some try. I think he's been scoring some tries. I think Pro I've Cup. seen reports of, yeah. of, of him playing yeah, and, pretty and, decently in the in yep. the Cup. So hopefully he's, he's acclimated because, again, he's another guy who's worth a lot of <laughs> he's an expensive paperweight at the moment. Yeah, um, or he has been. So hopefully he's he's picking that up. I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure he'll be uh, a little bit better now that he's been motivated slash rested. Um, I uh, trying to think of where I, where I was at in my in my thoughts here. <laughs> um, what the hell was I at? I had a, I had a thought and I lost it. God damn it! <laughs> uh, never get old, folks. Never get old. <laughs> um. But yeah, there's there's a there's a load of talent to be had on some of the lower teams. You just gotta figure out which one's the right one. And for I mean, Worcester's got a bunch, obviously. Um, yeah, and surprisingly, the team that's consistently coming up as uh, difficult to play against for fantasy points is Sale. I was just like, oh, and they're mm. number one against a couple of position groups, and I don't put a lot of stock in certain position groups because they're flexible, and I only had to pick one. I, ca- I can only pick one. Some of these guys are locks or flankers or eight. And, you know, Some of these guys are centers or fullbacks. So I had to do that. But it'll be interesting um, how the, how this goes on because, yeah, one, two, three. I have them at the top of a, at least two or three categories for um, points against. Mm-hmm. So they are... Apparently, a team that you do not want to play your best players against, or like some guys you're just not going to sit. Right. Well, one thing I'll give Steve Diamond begrudgingly is, uh, yeah, <laughs> he can defend a little bit. I, yeah, I makes him he... makes him ugly a little bit. Right. But uh, that's okay. Yeah. But yeah. Um, that's the well. That's the one thing Cowboys usually can can at least get get right get a little the... bit because it's you know that's all about the physicality and the yep. the pressure you can put on them where. You totally. Know, oh, yeah. I love. We're gonna have the biggest balls on the field. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. That that shows up on defense. How's it doing? That's about offense? the only. That's about the only place it shows up. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, guys like guys like Heem, kavesic has been a, a, a steady Eddie for them. Uh, Sharples, Nathan Earl's been a good good scorer, and he's not more than he's not more than three hundred pounds. So that's good. Um, you're obviously gonna have you. You know, maybe you're desperate at fly half situation. You might look to Max Malins, who's Apparently tearing up the trees for Saracens in the Prem Cup, so that's a that's a thought if you need a cheap buy. Let's see if he translates. Yep. Yeah, we'll see. Um, so yeah, let's. Um, why don't we do pick him for Premiership and then we'll get into Super Rugby. Very good. Um, it's going to be difficult because again, we're not sure the lineups just yet. Nope. And uh, so we're not sure who's bringing what What's for the, the most part. But you got to know the teams. But, but at this point, you know. Yeah. Teams, the clubs are the clubs at this point. You know, you know who's going to show up and who's not. You know, there's plenty in the locker for certain clubs. Sure. And there's not so much for others. <laughs> right, right. So, um, Bristol and Wasp. Well, this now we're speaking about the, you know, exactly the, you know, who's got what. Yeah. Um, right. I, and Bristol are at home. Wasps won't have, I don't think they'll have their England players. No. Can imagine that they would. Tommy Young said he wants to play for him. So. Yes, I yes, Tom Young will, will be out there, um, but you know Robson probably won't be out there though. Probably not. So it'll be either Hampson or, or Simpson. Right, and uh, no Daly. Nope, probably not. Um, 
Who else do they have? That's so up Blog- with so Blago should be should be obviously ready. What about Brad Shields now that? Uh, I don't know. Maybe he needs to run. Called up. Maybe he needs to run. Maybe. Either way, I'm going with Bristol. Okay, Bristol at home. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't. I don't, I don't have enough confidence in Wasp yet to and say. Remember, Bristol's fighting against relegation too. They have they have a little bit. They have a lot of motivation, and if they're yeah. gonna, if they have any chance to come jump up and beat Wasps, it's. It's this yep. weekend. Yep. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with the I'm going to go with the Bears as well. Uh, your side piece against Exeter. See, this is going to be interesting because yeah. Gloucester, I think, is going to be much more. Uh, I think they're going to have a lot more in the in the tent in the locker for sure right. because Exeter's going to be missing at least a few guys. At least their front row. <laughs> yeah. Like Tom Tom uh, Tom Francis might be back, but he only might he might come off the bench. Yeah, but he's also not there. Right, you know which which front rowers for which England front rowers play for them? Meh, yeah, probably not. Cowan Dickey's obviously not likely to play. Probably not. Um, but yeah, Jackie Andrews, no nobody to sleep on by any means. No, so um, no, they'll they'll. Uh, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Gloucester. I don't I don't disagree. Um, I think Gloucester have. Enough in it, and I think with the time off that they've had, Johan Ackerman's probably got them all all on the same page and ready to rock. With, uh, with the exception of a few guys that they'll be missing, mm-hmm. which aren't many. Uh, Northampton and Sale. I love me some Northampton personally because of Courtney Laws for amongst other reasons. Right. Boy, Boydie is my uh is my guy who used to coach the hurricanes um they just signed the other franks mm-hmm. apparently <laughs> don't i mean it's it's another bad it's another very poorly kept secret right uh i'm going to go with sale oh really i am going with sale i wow i i don't know how much the saints are going to lose without laws at this level right um i'm not sure who sale would be without um, I don't. Know. AJ should be back. We'll see you. Yeah. Well, we'll he hasn't been playing most of the season. No, for he them hasn't anyway. played for them. Well, because Dupreya was playing for him before he went back to. Right, but um, but he was hurt, so it's like a question. Yeah. You know, so we'll see. We'll see. I I um. I I don't trust the Saints without, especially without the some, big fella. Without like yeah, without the big guy, I think that that's going to be difficult. No, I th- I think their I think their back five has enough in terms of their forwards have enough in the tank. Um. To get them home, they obviously have some quality backs. Sure, I'm sure they'll. I'm sure they'll figure out something to the point where they'll get be able to get over the line at, at the at home at the gardens, especially after the, I think the last round they beat Exeter at home. So I'll take that. I'll, I'll take that little bit of hope right. and a prayer that they're gonna be on. Hey, I'm just glad we we're we're not picking the same team. <laughs> um, well, my 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 change here. Our boys against. Your mortal enemy, yeah. So no Saracens against here. Saracens against Leicester. Yeah, uh, I I will take our boys, the Saracens. Uh, Leicester without, I mean, without their Angler players, without yeah. their Angler players. <laughs> yeah, probably no not. No Cole, not great. No, no Manu, no Ford, no Ford. I, and yeah, and and the Saris still have good for some reason. So <laughs> yeah, she beats the hell out of me. I'll take that. Yeah, same. Uh. Bath at the wreck against New- against the the Falcons. Can the Falcons get back on track, or yeah. are we looking at bad news bears for them and probably etern- eternal damnation? I, I well, you know, I'm I'm half rooting for that, so uh, <laughs> so I'm going to go with Bath. Yeah, 
Um, well, I think Bath have a couple of guys with some points to prove as well. Um, the likes of Zach Mercer is definitely one of them, oh, yes. ass- assuming he's still uh, in one piece. Mm-hmm. Um, they still have Freddie, our boy Freddie Burns, who we very much like. Yes, we do. Um, guy like Mor- Rory McConaughey stands out to me in my brain as well. Cooper Vuna. Um, if Cochran Singh is available, um, bad news. <laughs> That's not going to be good that, news for Newcastle. Right. Granted, they have their own beastly wings to to throw out there, but I will uh, I will take Freddie Burns and Co. and Zach Mercer um, and pick Bath. And then last one of the weekend. Uh, going to the stoop, the Quins hosting Worcester. And this is gonna. This is kind of weird. We'll, this is gonna be a weird spot for Quins. I, I imagine they'll have some guys, but obviously they won't have others. So, right. yeah, uh, little, little 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 dicey area here. And at, at this point, uh, Quins are are still pretty hot. At least you know they're they're, they're third in the table. Right. Um. So they're still battling for. You know they they have something to look forward to, mm. whereas Worcester really to me is, is they're fighting against relegation. Right, um, they're away. I came in the Quins. There you go. Yeah, I just you know it's hard to it's hard to ignore the fact that they're in third and they're at home. They play particularly well at home as opposed to the road. The road is not their friend usually, um, but the stoop gets really really raucous, really really loud, mm-hmm. real, and you know you get into. Pretty, you get into a, quite a frenzy. So, um, yeah, you know, despite the fact that Worcester probably still have some some juice in their tank, uh, I think they're gonna still get smacked down, and they're gonna probably have to keep fighting for that relegation so battle. You're going, with, um, you're going for the home side wins 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 out. Yeah, but mostly, especially it, it's really hard to pick against some of the home teams Agreed. that have some players that have been on holiday. You know, Brad Barrett's been on holiday for for Saracens. Wait, he needs it though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does. I know the man's been battered and beaten over and over again. You know, hard to hard to say otherwise. Right. up guys it's jared from fantasy rugby Yanks. this is a little treat for you that listened to the end of the theme music the super rugby episode the first super rugby fantasy episode will be released later today this is thursday so if you're listening to it on friday it's already out thursday just be a little patient with us and we appreciate you guys for sticking with us